Hello, Dre. Hi, Peter. How you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> we're really excited, aren't we? You are. Yeah, because we're going to go digging. What are we going to go digging for? <sighs> Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al. You sound... <laughs> you put some respect into that, would you? Uh, right. No, no, not Vic. 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 My bad. See? <laughs> All right. So we are talking about Bad Hair Day by Weird Al Yankovic. You never have a bad hair day. Come on. All right. And this was released in 1996. We have talked about Weird Al before. And you yes. remember how excited I was then. And you were just as excited now. <laughs> yes. So in case you need to hear me gushing on about Weird Al, you can also refer to our episode 45, where we covered Greatest Hits Volume 2. I had nothing to do with that. You had nothing to do with it? You were involved. <laughs> you were involved. And now here we are. Yeah, it's going to be like, by the time this is published, like three and a half months later, and we have more Weird Al. So, double platinum album, Weird Al, one of the greatest musicians and song parodyists of our or any other era. And that will ever be? I don't want to be too presumptuous, but <laughs> it, it might be. Wow. I mean, you might, you might quibble with that, maybe. But I'm not going to argue with it right because i won't listen to you <laughs> because you know i will listen to you and behave accordingly on almost anything else except this except this that's fine i'll take that how much of this coming in did you know or at least remember or have some inkling about before i forced you to listen to this album the amish paradise was the only song i had ever heard before we listened to this this week mm -hmm. and i was quite tired of it already quite tired <laughs> yes because it got played so much mm -hmm. but it was funny when it first came out i thought it's still funny it, it made me giggle yeah it's did it still make you giggle just a little mm -mm, i haven't gotten over hearing it so much <laughs> all right well that's that's fair enough all right as far as uh parodies go at least as far as parodies of specific songs this album is actually kind of light on that we've got amish paradise of course parodying gangsta's paradise uh we've got cavity search which is a parody of u2's hold me thrill me kiss me kill me we've got uh gump which parodies lump by the presidents of the united states of america syndicated incorporated parodies soul asylums misery and uh phony calls of course, a parody of Waterfalls by TLC, one of TLC's greatest tracks. Yes, it was. Uh, apart from that, we've got, well, we've got the obligatory uh, Polka Medley, and then the rest are originals, but it should be noted that of the originals Weird Al does, most of them tend to be parodies of a sort in that they are style parodies, not necessarily of a specific song, but of a style or of an artist at large. So, for example, Everything You Know Is Wrong, which is the second track on the album, uh, is an original, but it is a style parody of They Might Be Giants, 
which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, they might be giants. Not at all. They are very quirky and Al just nails the style. Is there anything in particular here that stands out to you, either good or bad? The polka, alternative polka, Mm -hmm. that one, I kind of was digging it, even though his voice annoyed me in it a little bit. Like the whole thing wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. I bought my head a little bit. I did not sing along to anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I like this one better than the last one for sure. Okay. This was released when I was 16 years old. So I was an impressionable young man <laughs> who, of course, already consumed everything he could get as far as Weird Al was concerned. The polka medleys in particular tend to be kind of time capsules. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're all little encapsulations of a certain time, a certain amount of time before his album is released. All of the songs in that medley, you know, were A, big, and B, impactful to me in some way. Hmm. Not all of them, but most of them. I wasn't that big into Alanis Morissette, not because I didn't think she was talented, just because it, it wasn't my thing. And of course, I could go on for days. Ever and always. And you would be sick of it. But I'd listen. But you'd listen just because I'm like enthusiastic about it. <laughs> yes. And it's very entertaining <laughs> to watch. <laughs> Al's band is, as I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned the last time we talked about Al, uh, his band has been pretty stable almost the entire time. Uh, Al, of course, on vocals and accordion and keyboard and he does most of the producing anymore uh his bassist steve J, uh his drummer john bermuda schwartz um <laughs> his keyboard his keyboardist uh ruben valtiera uh jim west doing all the guitars or most of it same guys uh he you know he of course brings in a number of specialists for things like the polka medley you know bringing in actual polka musicians uh, when we get to phony calls, such a good parody, so good. <laughs> um, you get clips of um, clips of Bart Simpson from The Simpsons, of course, making his uh, making his yeah. prank phone calls. So I'm sure that uh, that Nancy Cartwright and Hank Azaria uh, get some nice royalty checks out of this, even though they probably had to do nothing. <laughs> of note, if you are familiar with uh, Ron Popeil, the uh, late night infomercial guy selling things like (laughs) i can't think of anything there's so much yeah the garden weasel and the pocket fisherman and (laughs) anyway didn't uh, he do the egg chopper thing where you smack it (laughs) no the cut the onions oh yeah the the slap chop right well anyway not him specifically but his uh sister lisa popeel does background vocals here oh Interestingly enough, this is interesting to me, not anybody else. Don't worry. <laughs> you you also know that among my other absolute favorite musicians of all time is Frank Zappa. There are only two people that I've been able to identify that have worked with, like recorded on tracks by both Weird Al and Frank Zappa. Okay. okay. Those two people are Dweezil Zappa, one of Frank's sons. And Lisa Popeil. So they're amazing, is what you're saying. Just from from that association alone. 
Yeah, Lisa Popiel provided uh, vocals on a number of Zappa tracks, including Dangerous Kitchen and Teenage Prostitute. She's also done background vocals on a number of tracks by Al. Uh, Dweezil, of course, worked with his father on a number of things, but also provided the guitar work for a track off of Poodle Hat called Genius in France, which we are not talking about, but I'm talking about it anyway because I get excited. You have so many facts in your head. I love it. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just vomiting them out because I can't. <laughs> and I'm just going with it. Okay. So then here we go. Let's reel you in a little bit. Okay. What's your favorite track on this album? My favorite track on this album? Yeah. You try, do I ask mm-hmm. you who your favorite child is? I only have one. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fair enough. Okay. How about this? I will pick a favorite um, parody and a favorite original. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you, dear. Originally, my favorite parody would have been Amish Paradise, but you are right. It's a little, it's a lot in insofar as it's been all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go with Phony Calls. That one's fun. The, the great thing about Al's band is that they can do just about anything. I would go so far as to say that if Al only had like fair to Midland musicians backing him up, his stuff would not be nearly as memorable. I can agree with that. So yeah, I would go with phony calls. It is, I mean, just note for note, the production on that is just spot on. And TLC is awfully darn good anyway. Uh, as far as originals, I will go with The Night Santa Went Crazy. Why with that a, one? With a caveat. There are technically three, but two realistically different versions of that song there's this one that appears on this album and then there is the the so-called extra gory version musically they are the same song lyrically the difference is that at the end of this song santa's in prison at the Mm -hmm. end of the extra gory version he's dead oh might go listen to that one uh he did he did for a number of years perform a version live that is a little bit of a mashup between them he released a a live video album that that particular version is available on do you have it of course i do (laughs) i i can't say i have absolutely everything al has ever done but i got a lot probably close well not really i mean if we're talking about including singles I'm not a big single spire, ah. but I will admit to having more than a handful of 45s. So what stood out to you is I'm, I'm going to make you tell me something good. Okay. This was a fun album. Okay. Yeah. Like I liked the, the band. The band was good. I noticed that they sound really good together. Mm-hmm. Nice, clean instrument playing there. <laughs> Some of the lyrics were kind of funny. Like, I kind of giggled, listened to The Night Santa Went Crazy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. I think it I didn't, didn't hate it is probably the best I can expect. <laughs> I really don't have any, like, bad things to say about it. It's just not for me. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not judging you for liking it a whole lot. <laughs> you're not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you saying you're not judging me a whole lot for not for for liking it? Or you're not judging me? for liking it a whole lot both of them there you go Uh i'm pretty sure it was 
I don't know if it was Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve or it was or if it was one of the other New Year's Eve specials that um at the end of 1996. But I re- I I remember distinctly that Weird Al was one of the performers on whichever New Year's special that was. And also in the same room and also as featured performers for that special was the presence of the United States of America, who are a very interesting band in their own right, even if they didn't necessarily have a lot of staying power. I distinctly remember, and I don't remember which order it was in, but the presidents played Lump which was like their big hit. And then after the commercial break, when they came back to that area, Weird Al performed Gump. And you could see the members of the presidents in the audience singing along to Weird Al, to their tune. Well, that's probably fun. Like I know, it's like... Artists getting to share things together. Right. I'm, I know that Al's got a lot of, fans and a lot of goodwill within the larger music community just as a whole but you rarely get to see the artists that he's parodying reacting to his versions and that was just really fun to watch i was wondering about that i mean along those same lines i we might have we might have covered this slightly the last time we talked about how weird al goes through goes to great lengths to try to make sure that he gets the blessing of those original artists before he does a parody. And one of the few times that has not quite worked right insofar as he released something and then they said, wait, no, I didn't authorize this, was Amish Paradise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where where Al and his, his team reached out to Coolio's management to get the okay and there was a miscommunication or something and Coolio's management said, yeah, go ahead. But Coolio himself, I don't know if he was never asked or, or he said no and nobody told anybody, you know, things like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so Coolio had a beef with Al for a while. (laughs) Um, Apparently that's all been resolved now and they're on, I don't know if they're on speaking terms, but they're at least not Coolio isn't trying to kill weird Al. So that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was funny, but from a from a legal perspective, Al has as long as he's paying the compulsory licensing fees for the music, legally he's on solid ground and he can do whatever he wants. But he also he also clearly understands the importance of maintaining goodwill. Of course. I was always wondering if he ever did a concert where he had a bunch of people he parodied like alternating with him. If that would ever be a thing, or has it been a thing? If it hasn't been, and I don't think it has been, it totally should be. That would probably be fun to watch. Or, or, and this is this is one of my brilliant ideas of all time. This is one of my most brilliant ideas ever. You wrote it down? I want your feedback. Oh. All right. I want to hear, like, a tribute album to Weird Al, Mm -hmm. where the artists he has parodied perform his parodies of their songs <laughs> that would be a fun thing i want to hear tlc doing phony calls <laughs> oh man but then we couldn't do michael jackson and eat it no we couldn't i'm positive you could find enough 
<laughs> more than enough artists who would jump at the chance to do this. You should write a letter. I should start a letter writing campaign. Mm-hmm. I should put a petition on change.org. I should start calling Al's management. Seriously, does that not sound like an absolutely top-notch, brilliant idea? It, it does. Good job. Ooh, Thank ooh. you. Thank you. My heart is like growing three sizes from being acknowledged this way. Oh, now you're a happy Grinch. <laughs> other, other random notes here, or at least one other random note. Uh, the drill sound at the end of Cavity Search mm-hmm. uh, was actually Al's own dentist. I'm pretty sure that it wasn't actually like operating on someone, but that was, oh. a, that was a real <laughs> dentist drill wielded by a real dentist. Well, he's just having fun with everybody. I yeah, like I, it. I think so. I mean, and personally, if I were Weird Al's dentist and he said, hey, can I, can I just record you and your drill sound? <laughs> I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> they should come get that sound clip for you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing, nothing I don't like about this album. You like you're gushing. I'm gushing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to rate it because there's no point, but I'll still make you do it. Oh, no. Uh-uh. We both have to do it. Ha-ha. Okay, fine. You go ahead and give me your rating. Boom. I gave this one a seven. Wow. I'm, I'm impressed. I was expecting a five or a six. <laughs> Surprise. I'm pleased as punch. Your turn. Nine. You, Not yes, a I 10? <laughs> no, no. Look, 10 is a super, super, super high bar. And as much as I love this album, it is not Al's best. It is really good. But, it, you know, if we're, if we are ranking <laughs> albums. What's your number one? Oh, don't make me do this. Mm-hmm, yeah. What did I, what did I say earlier about who's your favorite child? You know, that's easy for you. You got one kid. Yep. And now you got all these Weird Al albums. Which one your favorite? <laughs> tell you what. When we get to that album, I will tell you. That's not fair, but whatever. Okay. It's, it's totally fair. And this also means you're stuck doing this with me forever. That wasn't part of the contract. We don't have a contract. Are we ready to find out what's coming next week? And how excited will we be if it's also Weird Al? Oh, my God. Let's go. And hope not. Hope not. (laughs) I thought you loved me. Listen, there are limits. Fair enough. Hey, Google, give me a number between 1 and 2,103. 851. 851. All right. We are talking about Closer by Joy Division. Okay. We are going 180 degrees away. (laughs) Moving so fast, make your head spin. Damn straight. And that's our show for this week. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening through. And feel free to leave a voice message on our page at anchor.fm. There's a link to it in the show description. Thank you to Dre for joining me. And thank you for joining us. Until next time, be good to your music. It's been good to you.